0: Well, welcome back to the Hennessey Howard studio. This is Life on the Vine with your hosts, Hutch and Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Who's
1: this Hutch guy?
0: You know, I don't know. Apparently between the last time, I missed one episode, but the last time I was on and this time I have been relegated from Dan to Hutch, but that's okay. So Hutchinson is my last name. Yes. So I guess Hutch, unless Starsky and Hutch are here Ooh. in the studio with us Can and I be
1: Starsky Is it starch Is it Starchky or Starsky I'm pretty sure it's Starsky 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 yeah so not Starchky No
0: that's that's a type of Spud. fabric softener or something oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh so a lot has been going on in our world since the last time that we got together and recorded
1: Yeah it has Well I beat you to the punch or I guess my wife beat your wife to the punch, and we had a baby. Woohoo! Yes. Yeah. That's right. Uh,
0: yeah, we also had a baby.
1: Woohoo! So, Woo-hoo! yeah, they're exactly a week apart, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, they don't well, know
0: it yet, but in, you know, 30, 40 years, there's a wedding on the horizon.
1: Yeah, that'll also be my daughter's uh, first date. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Hey,
0: <laughs> same for our son. Yeah, perfect.
1: It, it's meant to be.
0: It's meant to be. It's meant to be. Uh, also, COVID continuing to rampage a little little uh different world than it was
1: last fall yeah if you haven't uh picked up we we pre-recorded some of the stuff in uh in anticipation of our paternity leaves and so now we're we're kind of we're back in the studio ready for action right back yeah live and live and with you week to week yeah um and so we've got uh COVID that's going on, but we've also had um, uh, the death of George Floyd and kind of the uh, different things that that has really um, uh, kind of put a microscope on our our country and kind of some of the issues that we're going to have to deal with uh, as a country. And it's kind of bubbled that to the surface. Yeah, it's brought to Uh, the surface
0: a lot of things that have been there for a long time and just for maybe a lot of us, we're not really aware of what's going on.
1: Yeah, and it definitely feels a little bit different, hopefully, a breaking of the the cycle and some yeah. sort of bringing about some sort of new um, ways to process new, new thinking, new ideas, new habits, things yeah. like that, yeah. right?
0: I think so, yeah, and I think one of the things that I've been struck by and just trying to think through during this time. And as these things are sort of, again, bubbling to the surface, not that they haven't been present, but, you know, it's how easy it is to go about your life unaware mm-hmm. of what's really going on. Uh, to, to, to go through your life and you get into your rhythms and you get into your routines and you get into your daily habits of life. And without even thinking about it, you can, you know, you can segregate yourself off from other people you can get with people that are totally you're comfortable with and you know stop interacting with others it just there it's it's so easy to fall into rhythms that as we've seen in our world can can lend it's can lend to can kind of foster some of the injustices and some of the inequalities that we that we see and without even really being aware of it we can fall into that
1: yeah we realize that this is something that that needs to be talked about and needs to be addressed but today is not the day that we're going to do that we've got it in the think tank we're um, prayerfully deciding what it is that w- and how it is that we actually want to respond uh, and we're definitely going to have an episode on that or maybe a, a series on on um, injustice uh, in general and, and then take a specific dive into kind of race relations and systematic injustice but uh, that's not what we're focusing on today. what we're focusing on today are habits.
0: Yeah, I want to and I think that this you know we're, so we're hitting around the topic of habits yeah right that's that's sort of what we're talking about and it's not it doesn't necessarily might not seem immediately related to the events in our world, but I think that, as Christians, mm-hmm. particularly, um, the awareness of those habits and routines of our lives can be really, really important as we think about how do we become the people that God created us to be? Mm. How do we, we want to be connected to the vine, right? We want right. to be linked into Jesus Christ. But to do that, we talked about very first episode repentance. It takes a reordering of our lives. And what I, I think we don't necessarily always think about is that a lot of the rhythms of our lives are we don't think about them. Yeah, they're, they're they're thoughtless in that sense because they're habits. And so when we begin to think about habits and how habits are formed and what are the habits of our lives, then we can begin to think about how do we how do we form new habits and how do we begin to think critically in a way that can actually shape us to live according to the wisdom and the obedience that Christ calls us to.
1: Yeah, let me stop you there. We'll pump the brakes for just a second. Yeah, perfect. Because, I mean, I think you're absolutely right, but before we kind of jump into what does this mean for my life in particular, what does this mean for your life in particular, or life as as the body um, and what Christ is calling us to, maybe we need to just take a step back and see what it is we're actually talking about. So perfect, perfect. We're talking about habits. Yes. What is a habit? I mean, I think we all know what it is, but let's put it into words. What's a habit?
0: Yeah, so we, we know it when we see it, right? And I think your idea of the driving. So for me, I take the same route to work every, every morning. And when I get in the car, I automatically go the same route. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to think about working the gas pedal. I don't have to think about turning on the radio, whatever it is I'm doing. But uh, I actually have a couple definitions for you. Okay, So two are from the Google. Uh, They're actually from Merriam-Webster online. So one would be a settled tendency or usual manner of behavior. And then uh, another one would be an acquired mode of behavior that has become nearly or completely involuntary. Uh, Another way of saying that is it's an automated behavior. And I think the focus in those is that a, a habit, once it has been formed becomes that involuntary it's not something that we think about it's not something even necessarily that we choose it's just something that we we do yeah it's a subconscious under the radar um, action that we take that our brain just sort of knows what to do we don't make the decision to do that thing once it becomes a habit
1: yeah so how does it go from being something that's conscious to something that's involuntary? Yeah. And that's that's a, fascinating to me. Like, yeah. Cause I think that I'm making lots of decisions throughout the day. Right. But what right. you're telling me is that some, some of if not most of them may be involuntary.
0: Yeah. So I think this is, this is super fascinating and, there's a lot of other resources that, uh, if you're interested in habits, you can go out. There's lots of TED talks and there's some research. But I'll just I'll just refers to a couple things. So there's some research out there, out of the uh, USC California Professor Wendy Wood, who's done some research and come to the conclusion through her research that 40 to 45 percent of our decisions are not really choices that we make. They are their habits, what? and so about half of our lives. Are that like involuntary, automated? We do it just because that's what we do. And and think about. So this seems maybe strange, doesn't yeah. seem like my life. That's not my life. But then think about your bedtime routine. Mm-hmm. Think about brushing your teeth, or you know w- the rhythms you have in place when you get ready for bed. The rhythms that you have when you are waking up. Think about something like checking your phone. You know, how often do you look at your phone? And when you look at your phone, your thumb knows what to do, right? Your thumb knows how to swipe to get to Instagram or to Snapchat or to Facebook. You know, you're, you don't think about that, right? That's not a, I'm going to decide to go on social media and see how many likes I have on my last post. That's not like a conscious decision. You just do it. Man. You just check. You just scroll. You know, you're not consciously deciding. Say, hmm, I'm going to scroll through Instagram and see what other people are talking about. Yeah, right. I, I think that's that just a
1: you do it. Yeah, it is totally pre-programmed. And man, you just like cut me to the core, Dan. Hutch, Hutch. That's what, that's what yeah. I'm here for, Hutch. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I so I think it's healthy to i I don't know that social media is necessarily healthy but to kind of promote my health my mental health sometimes and kind of my productivity and intentionality in life um you take a break from social media right right but given the nature of the beast sometimes you actually have to be connected to it have to be in air quotes right yes so um one of the tools that i've learned to use is periodically moving my Instagram tile on yeah. my phone to a different spot. And anytime that I do that, it's really crazy how many times I open up the wrong application just kind of mindlessly. It's like, oh, how did I end up in settings? Oh, that's where my Instagram used to be. Or yeah. oh, how, why am I in calculator right now? Because that's where Facebook used to be. And my mind... When I open my phone, I swipe open my phone and I might be doing something because I want to look something up or I'm trying to text a phone number to somebody or something like that. But the very first thing I do is go to that tile that's some sort of social media, Instagram, Facebook, something like that. Yeah. So I can totally see how you're saying that maybe some of the things that we think are conscious are actually involuntary. And then it kind of tricks our brain into thinking, oh yeah, I decided to do this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think we, and we make, and this is where it gets into sort of your, you asked a while back, how do we form habits? And that's where, you know, at some point we have made the decision, but just because we made the decision at one point in time doesn't mean necessarily that we're continuing to make that decision. Mm. And I think that that's an important distinction. Uh, And before we get, I want to get into that, but I also, I think... The social media, we're not necessarily, if you've listened to the podcast, you know, we're not necessarily huge on social media. It's necessary, but we critique it yeah, and we will continue to critique it a we fair will. amount because I think that's necessary. But, you know, there's also automated responses, which are really, really helpful. I think about, you know, and driving is one. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things that happen when you're driving from checking blind spots and being aware of what's going on in the road and other drivers and working the gas and working the brake. And if you had to think about every single thing that you're doing while you're driving, mm. you know, it would be a really dangerous thing. Like it's, it's, it's safer because it's habitual that you don't have to think about red lights in front of me. I need to stop. I need to pump the brakes. You don't think about all of those different yeah. steps. You just see red and you pump the brakes. Right. So that's a good habit. Breathing. We yeah. can breathe while I we're like I like that habit right that's a good habit and and it's it's uh we both had babies, yes recently, and one of the strange things that we were told early on, even when we were looking at the um the uh help me out here,
1: I don't know what the, you're doing. What is that motion? <laughs>
0: uh, you know, the when you're looking at your baby before it's born, um,
1: ultrasound. Ultrasound. Yeah, thank you. Woohoo.
0: I, I I was thinking of sonogram, and I was like, I know that's not right. Um, it's close, so close. But uh, ultrasound. But they they told us that your baby doesn't know how to breathe. Yeah. And so they watch to make sure that your baby is actually breathing. And then early on in your baby's life. You sometimes have to like, you know, keep them awake or like remind them to breathe because it's not yet a habit. Like they haven't been breathing while they're in the womb.
1: Yeah, it's part of the reason we hiccup.
0: It's part of the yeah. So it's like your body's like training itself into the habit of breathing. Yeah,
1: and then once you're an adult, it's just annoying.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because we don't need to, Because we, we learn how to do it. Yeah, we learn how right. to do it and it's habitual or walking, running, like all of these things are our habits. So habits can be good or bad, and mm-hmm. that, that's and that's part of this, and part of why we I think we need to be aware of what habits we've fallen into. So
1: yeah, you kind of touched on it a little bit on kind of what some good habits are and what some bad habits are. How do, well? Let me let me walk us back yeah. for a second yeah, because perfect. you you mentioned something I uh, have in my notes here that I I think is fascinating too when you talked about how like if we had to make all of those decisions all the time mm. or while we're driving, it's unsafe. Yeah. Um, but I actually listened to a podcast um, from, it's called The Happiness Lab from Dr. Lori Santos. Okay. It's a really good podcast. And some of the research that she's done on happiness is, is pretty cool. Uh, but she highlights other people's research. And one of the episodes is on decisions and the decisions that we make and how um, every decision that we make, takes energy, whether it's a kind of mundane or meaningless decision or a really big decision. It Mm. takes uh, energy in our brain. It takes kind of emotional energy and it can really wear us out. And so by limiting the amount of decisions that we actually have to make, can make us happier because it makes us less stressed out because yeah. we we don't reach our threshold of kind of like oh i've made so many decisions today i don't i don't want today. to, don't, no don't want to make... yeah. yeah obama's like
0: you choose what we're having for dinner yeah i don't want to think about it right
1: obama's probably the most famous because he started rotating his suits and he wore the same thing every time and somebody asked him about it and he said he said you know i make so many decisions every day from the time that i wake up the last thing that I want to do is worry about what I have to wear. So I know what I'm going to wear every single day when I wake up oh. and it just eliminated some of those things. So our brain is kind of doing that for us in yeah. some ways. Yeah. And so that's also working not just on our health and safety because of driving right. kind of automated right. responses, but it's also trying to do that and automate certain responses to take some stress off of us.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. one. Well, and- and i read somewhere like our brain uses a tremendous based on like you know the size of it compared to the rest of our body like our brain uses a tremendous amount of energy mm-hmm. and so exactly like, yeah it's, it's looking for ways to use less energy and it's looking for ways to not work as hard um it, well to, i think that's a fascinating thing of how habits can actually tie into happiness yeah that's that's super that's we'll circle super back around yeah, to yeah we'll circle it. back around to that um but i think you know part of part of what what I understand is that that habits begin to be formed as your brain makes connections between different different things or different events so what do you mean like when your brain like when you do something when you when you have an action like your your brain's firing right neurons right. are connecting and the stronger the more times that fires that more times these actions are connected by your brain then like the stronger that connection happens happens to be in your brain mm-hmm. and the stronger it is then the less energy is uh, used by your brain yeah and so that's like that's that's like you know, neither of us are doctors right we're not right we're not brain surgeons or anything like that but May. that's like basically what happens when you form a habit is your brain is making thick connections between these firing neurons that make the brain house
1: use less energy okay so by by repeatedly doing something over and over again and getting a good response from it or we're we're just like making that connection denser or maybe denser is probably not a great term to use when you're talking about the brain.
0: It's like, you know, you're making a dirt road into a freeway. Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think think from a civic standpoint, if you want to get from point A to point B quickly and with ease, you take out the potholes, you take out the ruts, and the more times you do it, you pave it, you smooth it, and then boom, you know, you can get downtown quickly on the BA. And you can't because the BA yeah. is the worst. But ideally, if you have <laughs> if if you have a good system in place and a good okay, we know how to I, get yeah, into that. good system in place yeah, you is your have a good key system there. In place, same with habits, but um, so I think this is really I read about or uh, an experiment. And I think this is a pretty famous one MIT did with rats. So they dropped rats in a maze, really, really simple maze. Mm -hmm. And there was chocolate at the other end. Who doesn't
1: like chocolate? Who
0: doesn't like chocolate? They put me in that maze. I I don't know if I would have found it as quickly as the rats, but so the very first time, and then they were mapping the the brain, uh, the, the rats brains as they were going through the maze. And the first time, throughout the maze the rat's brain was just firing 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 and exploring the walls and scratching things yeah. and i think the first time it even like found the chocolate and then went to check out something else just to see what else was in the maze and as they mapped the brains like it was a constant activity okay. in the brain but the more and more that they dropped the rats in i think they did about 150 times the final time when they mapped the brain when the Rat hit the maze. There was a spike of brain activity. Okay. Recognizing, I'm in the maze. Yeah. Then, there was a huge dip in the brain activity of the rat. The same sort of, it dropped to a point where if the rat had been asleep, there would have been the same amount of brain activity. And then, it got to the chocolate, and there was another spike in brain activity. Because it reached, it's chocolate. Because it was chocolate, right? Yeah. Because it it had received something good. And... That's what sort of they discovered is like that's what cue the cue, the routine, and the reward is what begins to shape and form a habit. And so, when we um, the cue for the rat is dropping off in the maze, the reward is obviously the chocolate, but then in between, when it's actually taking the action of the habit, there's like zero brain activity, it doesn't have to think about it, it just does it.
1: That explains like my entire life why I have no brain activity because everything's habitual (laughs) yeah yeah.
0: well that's true when you when you form habits you don't necessarily you don't have to use up as much brain activity i think i think for myself a a small thing i run from time to time Mm -hmm. not a lot but from time to time yeah and i don't have to think about running right yeah and in fact the less i think about it the better i do if i'm thinking about running then i'm not i'm not having a very successful run But Maybe
1: that's my problem because I think about this sucks. This, sucks. <laughs> this is the worst. Oh, this is, the this worst. is horrible. Why am I doing this?
0: I know it's good for you, but at what cost? Yeah, at what cost? Yeah. Um, but while I'm running, I can listen to a podcast. I can spend time thinking or in prayer, or I can I can do these other mental activities while I'm running because I'm my even if it's painful. And even if it stinks, (laughs) like I'm not thinking about my legs moving and like Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking about what the muscles have to do for running. There's basically like zero brain activity happening while I'm running so my mind can do other things.
1: Huh. That is fascinating. That's crazy. Well, what I can't get around is how did you get yourself to where there's some sort of reward at the end of running? Because you've talked about Q... And routine yeah. and then reward. And so there's your spikes. And so in the middle you've got this routine that which is running. Yeah. So there's some sort of cue that says I'm going into this habit. And then yeah. there's some sort of reward at the end that reinforces the habit. That's maybe maybe that's what I need to do. I need to like let give myself a piece of chocolate every time I run. Yeah.
0: You know, they actually did that with a with a with the test group. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They they took a group of people and had them some sort of cue yeah phone or running with a the group they went for a run and then they got chocolate when they got back from the run and they found that those folks are like 50 percent more likely to continue on oh, with running man. than people that didn't get chocolate at the end so okay i'm going not, out not, not a bad idea
1: i'm going out and buy maybe donuts Ooh, i'll have to like just, but then i wouldn't be able to i wouldn't have any donuts left before like i went on my next run because i just eat them all eat them okay all. Yeah. chocolate it is chocolate. i'm gonna go chocolate. buy some chocolate okay make myself run. Do I have to do it 150 times?
0: <laughs> Hopefully. You know, no, I think because we're not rats, right? We yeah. have we have we have bigger <laughs> brains so we can make <laughs> habits faster. Yeah. Uh you can tell that you know, we're not Well, Jackson actually is a scientist, but
1: um sure. In a sense, <laughs> yeah. I, a I sense, I'm I'm a science nerd. You, you majored in bugs. Yes. So. I I have a bachelor's of science whereas everyone else has a Bachelor bachelor's in something else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I so, guess I'm more scientific scientists than you. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. We 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 really know what we're talking about on no. this podcast. Good
1: thing I'm not a scientist because I would give science no cred credibility. At yeah. All, but.
0: but okay, so so we've been talking about habits and and how they're formed. And I do think I, I think that's that's important to think about how habits are formed. Um, and how do we form new habits? How do we get rid of old habits? Yeah. But which we can get into, but I think that just before we get into that, mm-hmm. just, just a, a kind of reminder that our our brain, in some sense, our, our brain like forms habits, right? We, we take the action, we receive the reward and our brain is making connections. Okay. But what I think is important, particularly for the christian life and as we begin to think about how or how do we use this ability to form habits in service to jesus christ and in obedience to him we have to remember that our brain has no sense of like ethics or morality or even really has like no sense of of how we were created and like mm-hmm. how we were created to function it's it's purely our brain wants to work is our brain's lazy, and our brain wants to not work as hard. And I so, get that. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, um, so it's it's just looking for connections, and it's looking for ways to connect the dots and make things easier, and, and looking for ways to not work as hard. But it's not thinking, hmm, is this a good habit? Yeah. Is this something I should do? Is this is this will this be helpful in the long term for my well being? And and is this like an ethical good? If I formed this habit, so, it's just saying, Ooh, this would be easier. And we do this a lot. So I'm going to make this second nature yeah. and then you're not going to think about it.
1: So it's, it's finding a pattern that you already do. Yes. And then it like says, okay, we do this. Like you said, we do this a lot. Let's just not think about this yeah. from now on. So anytime there's like a cue here, bam. Yeah. Wow. Well, and,
0: and it's making the it's saying this is important. Yeah, like your your brain assesses what is important to you. Ooh. Yikes. So, which I think, I mean, this is where, I mean, it all comes back to the Jesus' initial message: repent, right? Yeah, because the kingdom of God is at hand. Your your brain, if 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 we're not always honest with ourselves about what we actually value, we're not always we don't always know. I think what's important to us. But I think that if we actually look at our habits, Mm -hmm. if we look at the things that we do unconsciously, that can actually tell us a lot about where we place value. It can actually tell us a lot about what we're actually living for. Because those are the things that we have done enough, we've done repeatedly enough to actually form habits. And our brain, without us consciously deciding it, has told us, like, has determined, has observed us and said "Ooh, this is important to you so i'm going to make it a habit so in some ways our our habits are like can really be convicting yeah i think
1: yeah i think that it's just fascinating kind of going from where we are today in the climate that we are in today's society with the couple of things that have gone on particularly in our lives because Uh, I don't know about you, but having a child, it makes you have to reassess some of your habits because you realize in places, man, I really want to do Like, why am I upset right now? And it, oh, it's because I didn't get to do this particular thing because I'm looking out for a need of somebody else. So it kind of like draws those habits into the open. I think that, Mm covid kind of did the same thing it's like all of a yeah. sudden our routine and the 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 hamster wheel that we w- right. were all right. on it's like bam sh- shut down yeah. like yikes yeah. and then even with with george floyd it's kind of you've seen this kind of awakening inside of people saying okay what is like laying dormant inside of me and it's yeah. not even laying dormant what am i doing and what am i yeah. enacting and what am i saying and what am i thinking what am i ignoring what's what am kind I- of Built yeah. into me, yes. right? That I'm yeah. not putting any brain power to. And how do I recognize that and put some brain power into it? So I think yeah. that you're right. This topic of habits is so important. And it's so important on how we as Christians stay connected to Jesus and how that uh, connection to Jesus brings these habits to light yeah. and says, it's convicting and says, you know, this is is something that needs to be worked on and it's hard it's hard i think we'll find out that it's hard to make new habits if you've ever tried to make a new habit it's really hard to do so i guess my point being is that when when we get back for our next episode yeah yeah then we can dive into um what all this actually means for us and so kind of recognizing what's actually happening and i think it's fascinating too that our brain and our being are different. We are not our brain. Yes, yes. and I think yeah. that's an important distinction that you Absolutely. said. Are who's the master here? Are yeah. we the master of our brain, yeah. or is the brain mastering us? Yeah,
0: I had a orchestra director, Christian guy, Mr. Marsh, uh, Gary Marsh. If you're listening, probably not. But if you ever listen, the shout, shout out. out to you. But who's in control is what he always asked us: you or your brain? Mm. Which, as a you know, eighth grader, I was like, what? What does that even mean? But it's it's a really important question, and it it gets right to this topic of of habits, you Mm -hmm. know. And I think if, again, if forty to forty five percent of our lives, if that if that information is accurate and coming from reputable source, if forty to forty five percent of our lives are habitual, are not something we think about, that's like half of our lives, you know. That's either directing us toward Christ and toward obedience, toward kingdom things, or directing us pulling us away from those things you know and so i think it it matters it matters what we do with that half of our life that we don't think about
1: yeah so what you're saying is that habits are inevitable our brain is looking for ways to fire and and be lazy and to like make life easier for us we're going to reinforce these connections and these patterns and these things and it's actually a really good thing yes even for our mental health but we can leverage that for yes, Christ. Absolutely. We, we are not prey to our habits. Our habits right. are not in control of us. Our brain is not in control of us. So absolutely. again, we ask, who's in control? Yeah. You or your brain?
0: Right. I think that's a great place. I think that's a great place to stop. Yeah. And I think then next time together, dig a little deeper into not just who's in control, you or your brain, but who's in control, Christ or our brain? Hey, this is Hutch, and just want to thank you so much for listening in. Thanks for checking out Life on the Vine with uh, Jackson and Hutch. And if you... Uh, like what you're hearing uh, we invite you to subscribe or to share and that just helps get the word out to other people that might be interested in checking out the podcast and just again thanks so much for uh, uh, being with us during these times and uh, feel free to leave us comments if you have a topic that you would like us to talk about if you have questions about anything that we've talked about thus far we'd love to circle back so um, blessings on you have a great week